We're, we're playing with um, chat GPT right now. Like I, I'm buying my time back with chat GPT. So, you know, right. That's Cameron Zand, founder of Luxury Estates International. Now, when we got ready to start publishing this interview with Cameron, I realized we didn't do an introduction. We just kind of jumped right into it. So whether you sell luxury real estate or not, Cameron's content here and, and his knowledge and what he shares in this interview is really powerful and applicable no matter what kind of uh, real estate it is that you sell. We're gonna be covering topics from saving time, uh, using some automated tools, branding, which is important for all of us, and some ways and methods that he went about studying his market to learn how to position his brand. It's going to be a really great interview, so I look forward to having you check this out. And if you want to connect with Cameron, uh, his link and bio and everything is right below. So thank you very much. Enjoy the interview. Change people's lives. Real estate is that. If you're passionate about building a business, real estate is there. If you're passionate about digital marketing, real estate is the vehicle for you. If you're passionate about anything you're, you can use your passion within this whole vehicle of real estate. Um, and, and you don't really get that with a lot of other, uh, you know, careers for me, it's yeah. luxury and it's digital marketing and, uh, it's, it's branding. And, and I am more passionate about that than I am maybe like the relationships or the bonding or, or, or whatnot. So that's, that's just the beauty of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's super flexible and it does give you inroads into all sorts of ways to impact the community and impact individuals, which is super cool. Um, I, you know, I, I, we've obviously, you know, known each other from EO, um, which is awesome. Um, and I didn't know that your like whole entire brand is as deep and, and ex like it goes deep into luxury. Like, I was impressed. I, I like your whole online presence, everything that you're doing, everything you, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a branding exercise, like, like case study on how to do branding the right way. Um, I really was super, super impressed. Like you've done an amazing job. Well, thank you. That, uh, it means a lot coming from you. I mean, you were my area director and more common to get to that level you know, is you definitely have to have some, some experience under your belt, but yeah, I mean, everything I do, I'm passionate about, you know, I'm passionate about it's branding, it's luxury, it's packaging it all together. I mean, I'll tell you the last, you know, four weeks I've been like, like head deep in this new world we're entering in terms of what marketing and branding looks like versus what it looked like in the past. You know, it's about influence. It's about building your audience. It's about, um, you know, social media. And then it's like, I'm, you know, I'm learning more on the tactical side of it. It's about how you're filming, what type of captions you're using, what type of value are you providing the person that is viewing your content? So I'm just like, I feel like I'm in this pivotal, pivotal, pivoting, like stage in life where I get to, you know, get my creative juices flowing and, and, you know, take my business to a new level through, the innovation and, and, you know, with technology that's happening with, you know, AI and ChatGPT and Jasper and all these different things. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing time right now for me. What, what are you going to try out next? Like what's, what's on the horizon for like, you're like, Ooh, these are a couple things I'm going to jump into just to give them a try. Uh, in terms of like tactical, like, sure. uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're playing with, um, chat GPT right now. Like I I'm buying my time back with chat GPT. So, you know, writing description for luxury property, for me, you know, it takes 30 to 45 minutes and I try to have someone on my team do it or at least get it started. Yeah. But 
the key number one thing is I have to get in the creative mood, right? And then I need to pull from the photos, my experience of the property, maybe what the other agent written about it or what some other homes in the neighborhood are, are you know, how they're describing it. And then I have to, you know, use those neurons to create some, some captivating description. But now with ChatGPT, I just give it the context and I give it the task and, you know, write me a thousand character property description, mm. make it appealing and make it informative to a buyer, go. And it literally in like a minute wrote something probably just as good, if not better than what I could have wrote. So I'm buying my time back. Um, and it's just a, a, an amazing tool, you know, for, for common, you know, professionals or, or people to have access to the talent of, you know, writing is, yeah. at our fingertips is the game changer, right? The game changer of 20, you know, 23. Have you tried, I know that you've done, um, within luxury, there's various, um, type of stakeholders and buyers. And one of them that you've serviced before has been professional athletes. Have you gone back and asked chat GPT to write it in a, the voice of a professional athlete? I have not as professional work? Athlete, but more <laughs> or any, or any, any niche at all within the niche, write it in the voice of, you know, uh, President Obama or Donald Trump or Tupac Shakur. I like to just play with it to just yeah. see what it does. Um, eventually, it'll start learning my style, and, and you know, I'm replying to uh, homeowners and emails. I'm, I'm I'm replying to text messages, kind of using ChatGPT. If I if I feel like it's going to take me too much concentration to create something, let me just run it in chat, and then it'll give me at least the base, right? And then from there, you can make some little tweaks and and hit send but it's 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 buying my t time back and allowing me to articulate my message in the way that I would normally take longer to do in you know in in, in seconds and and I think that interestingly you mentioned something at the very beginning which is super powerful which is you were spending 30 to 45 minutes to write a description of a property because it you understood that the the level at which you were selling the, the, the niche that you're in, the type of brand that you have and the properties are not your $300,000 homes. These are 3.5 to 30 to a hundred million dollar homes takes a little different amount of effort. And I imagine you had that approach to every aspect of your business or most aspects, or, I mean, how have you approached structuring what it means to be able to service this kind of clientele because you built a business around servicing a specific kind of clientele. And does that mean that you, I mean, do you ever cut corners or is everything done all the, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like in some cases it's okay to cut corners and in some cases it's not. Um, and I, I'm always curious when people have chosen, um, brands that, that are elevated to the level that you're, you're at, man, like how do you, find the energy time and space to do all of that well i mean so number one i don't sell hundreds of properties a year you know if i can my my philosophy is i joke about it you know i, I try to you know sell personally 100 million in real estate a year and, and that's good I, I learned that if i try to push any more the return on my time and investment doesn't really pan out it means less time with my family it means a bunch of stuff so if i could do one deal for 100 million dollars i'd do it and i'd be done for the year um, but you know, we're averaging, you know, 50, 40, 50 deals a year, which is, you know, two, $3 million average sales price. But, um, yeah, so that's why, you know, you can only do, but so much when you have to go into this level yeah. of, of, of skill, 
Um, and that's just my personal, I have a brokerage and we have independent agents and, you know, as a brokerage, we do hundreds of millions of, of dollars in, in transactions a year, but, um, I, I couldn't do it any other way. It's in my blood to do it the right way and never cut corners. Like I couldn't even do it. I, you know, so yeah. that might be like, if you're, if you're looking for ways to cut corners, like selling luxury real estate might not be what's. Uh, authentic for you or what's what's natural for right. you um, getting to this point you know I I think it's just like my passion like I would study how Lamborghini would market their cars or Ferrari or Tom Ford or you know Patek Philippe or, or whatever I noticed like certain things and I and I say how can I incorporate that in selling luxury real estate and how can I present my properties in this in this fashion sometimes less is more right and it's just capturing mm. the, the best of that less to you know tell the whole story in a sense so i just look at those yeah. things i spend my time looking and you know there's a stack of magazines behind me rob report and architectural digest and um you know the american express magazine and i just kind of look through them and just let what i look at register in my subconscious mind so i can you know pull it out whenever i have the opportunity on on a new listing or a new property um, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, you know your brand, right? So you know, and you know that your your persona target, and so then you know where to go to find information to say these are also people that are servicing or or connecting or talking to my same target, and so I should pay attention because they've been spending decades and decades or hundreds of millions of dollars in in building brands and marketing. Um, so they probably figured a couple things out. So maybe I should kind of like see what they're doing and kind of figure, um, you know, how I can implement that into my business. And that doesn't have to be luxury, right? As you mentioned, it could be any level, just get to know that part of it on the luxury side. Um, and, and kind of your, your pursuit of excellence, you come from humble beginnings. Does that play any role in kind of maybe where you ended up here at this stage of what you're kind you of, know, I, I, what I you built? I think so. I, I, you know, I've been doing some self-reflection on where I'm at today and, and, you know, where I grew up at. And I feel like, you know, I grew up very, you know, very, very poor and in a very, you know, abusive household growing up. Um, you know, we had what we were on welfare, single mother. My mom was, you know, addicted to alcohol and drugs. And, you know, we were in homes mm -hmm. like every month and never was really in a school and just grew up really poor. And, it's ironic that now fast forward, uh, you know, X amount of years, I'm representing some of the most affluent clientele and selling the most expensive houses in Las Vegas. Like that's just so crazy. But I, I feel like I always felt like growing up, I was, you know, expected to be a victim of my environment. Right. And I hated that feeling. And I told myself at an early age that that was never going to happen. And I seen people rise from, you know, low beginnings to massive success, uh, you know, just watching TV or whatever. And you hear about these stories. And I told myself, you know, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to be the best at it. And I feel like me selling luxury real estate, like in my mind, I, I look at luxury as like, you know, you're, you're, you're at the top of the game. You're, you're, you're mingling and, and uh, participating amongst the best agents and you got to bring your A game. So for me, selling luxury real estate is my idea to challenge the idea that I was going to be a victim of my mm -hmm. circumstances as a child. And I think that's why I'm so passionate and motivated to, you know, succeed in this, in this, uh, in this space. Man, no, that's awesome. 
Um, and you know, it's, it's always encouraging, um, to talk to someone else, you know, that also has shared kind of the experience of, Hey, I'm not going to become a product of my upbringing. Um, and I know that many, many, many people who are striving for success come from that. And, and I always just think it's, it's a, always a powerful reminder that yes, you can get there. Um, so yeah, real quick on that. So like, I feel like they say, oh, do you don't want to be a product of your environment? I feel like everybody is a product of the environment, mm. but they don't have to be a victim of their environment. And that's totally. the key difference. And I wasn't going to let that, you know, me be a victim of, you know, the upbringing that I had as a child. No, so that doesn't make a difference. That word, that word does carry some weight to it, right? Yeah. Victim is a, is often, um, and not always, but in this context is a choice, um, you know, and, and, and you chose not to, um, which is, which is awesome. Um, you, you touched on briefly that you're, you're in these rooms and you have to up your game. You've got all these top agents that you're competing against and like everybody's gunning for, cause like these are big deals. So like everybody's trying their best. How do you set yourself apart? Yeah, I, I feel like it's, there's a lot of ways to set yourself apart, but like some of the ones that I feel are standing in front for me are just my authenticity. You know, mm. I'm authentic. I'm not trying to be somebody that I'm not. I, uh, that's number one. Number two is like, I'm obsessed with like stats and knowledge and what's on the market and what has sold. So when I'm having conversations with people who are building you know, and selling properties, uh, spec or just a seller, I'm able to speak from a place of confidence because I'm so knowledgeable about the comps, but also like the quality of construction, right? Like how, um, luxury properties are constructed, what type of technologies in properties, is it Crestron, is it Savant, is it Control 4, you know, finishes, what is this, is this quartz, is this granite, is this onyx, is this backlit, is this not backlit? Like I'm just able to, you know, ask questions to demonstrate my knowledge. So I, I feel like it's authenticity, it's knowledge, and um, you know, it's it's the, the skill set that I have in, in marketing uh, and presenting property. I feel like people pay attention to the properties that I represent and how I, I present them to the public. And they probably think to themselves, Hey man, if Cameron's going to represent my property, he's going to do some similar stuff. I like it. Yeah. This is I want to roll with. And you have a, a small team, right? Yeah. That does this, um, outside of Las Vegas and all over the world. Um, how do you help? Well, I guess the question is, do you help train them in that? Like how to be better at that or, are you just really good at hiring people that are good at that? Yeah, so I own a brokerage. So just to rewind a little bit, I, I started selling real estate, you know, 17 years ago. And, you know, it wasn't until you know, a little over 10 years ago, I stumbled in the luxury real estate market. I was like at my lowest point. I got in the real estate, it was, it was low and I got some success. And then uh, I was rock bottom, like down and out. And I was like, hey man, if I wanna sell luxury real estate, or make money that I was making before I need to sell luxury real estate. And it took me, you know, a few years before I, you know, got my first sale, but I learned a lot of stuff along the way. And then I opened up Luxury Estates International. And I always felt like it was gonna be a company that was gonna be really big, worldwide, global. I didn't know how. And I looked at like franchising and like, you know, exclusive partnerships or net with other agents in different territories and you know, I found like in the last few years like there was an opportunity to create a, a global community where I can help agents succeed in the luxury space through education, positioning, and community. And that's mm. kind of where I'm pivoting to now, in addition to helping people buy and sell luxury property here in Las Vegas. Um, but as far as what I'm doing now is, you know, when we bring people on, 
we are bringing people on who already got their feet wet in the space, right? If you're, uh, you know, a brand new agent, it's pro we're probably not the best fit, right? right? You have to, you know, crawl before you walk and, and walk before you run and get the experience. And, and, and then once you have that, then there's probably room. It's like, you can't just jump into a Lamborghini, no. you know, right when you get your license, you gotta, you know, you know, gotta play with it. But in terms of people, you know, we hire people that are, you know, passionate about luxury, you know, it's, it's like, it's in their blood. They love uh, looking at property that maybe they own luxury, you know, or cars or, or clothes, or it's just the whole world. It's the whole, you know, atmosphere of, you know, luxury products. But my staff, you know, it's, it, we don't have a, a, we run pretty lean and mean, but, you know, I bring people on that I feel like I can work with and they, they kind of get it. Like aesthetically, they know what things need to look like and how they need to, you know, show up. And, um, yeah, so it's just, it's just about hiring, right? It's, it, yeah. here's one thing that I, I've, you know, I'm coming up with from our conversation is like, you asked me if cutting corners was like something that I would do or could do. And, and I, and I couldn't, it's just not in my blood to, and that is like a core value that whoever I bring on, whether they're an independent agent or an employee, they need to have that same thing. They couldn't cut corners. They just, it, they wouldn't be able to, even if they wanted to, because it's not in their blood to. I think that's like the, the, the biggest core value is like we, we were thorough, we see things through and we do it the right way. Anything that you could reflect back on in your career up to date that you kind of viewed as like, maybe I wouldn't do that again, or even go as far as say, maybe this was a mistake or. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, um, you know, I, without thinking of one particular, like there's, there's choices, right? We get to choose who we work with. And I feel like one time I worked with a client that we weren't a really good fit for each other. Mm. Um, you know, they wanted things done, you know, quick and cheap and fast. And like, they're, they're, they weren't, you know, respecting, you know, the time and the effort and the money and stuff it took. And we were just talking two different languages and, right. Uh, you know, going forward, you know, I, I'm very selective of kind of who I work with. Most people I can work with, right? I'm not like crazy, super, you know, selective, but you know, if there's somebody that you just know that it's not a fit, then just don't even work with that person up front. You know, if, if the, all they care about is like commission, right. And they don't care about making more money or they don't care about, you know, selling it, qu you know, quick, they just like, they're all they think about is like commission, then we're probably not a fit. Cause there's more to it than that. They can make yeah. more money and pay more commission or make less money and pay less commission. I mean, you would want to make more money if you could, right? And there's things we can do to make them more money, but they only see one thing and, and it, you know, there's a disconnect between, you know, what I would yeah. do and they would need to be, have done. It's hard to say no to money, right? So sometimes you see an opportunity and you think, oh my gosh, like this is awesome. And then you, you back of your mind, you know, like you hear it and you're like, oh no, that was not aligned with my like core values. And then there's something else and you're like, oh, to stop it, just stop not aligning with my core values because I really think this could be a good deal. And we sometimes push ourselves to try to to refit the scenario and, and put that square peg into a round hole in, 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 in trying to say like, no, this could work. And, and that's great because we're generally speaking, you know, optimistic type of folks who tend to want to see the best and, and you know, listen to that voice in the back of your head that's saying, uh, not a good idea. And to be honest, those people tend to take up the majority of your time and energy. And so you may be thinking, yeah, this is going to be money, but uh, it might cost you a lot. 
um, in, in other places that, that maybe you hadn't thought of. Yeah. Is there anything that you're looking forward to, like over the next year, like something you're excited about with real estate? Growing this community, you know, we briefly touched upon it, but you know, my vision is to build the largest and most influential community of luxury real estate professionals all over the world from all brands and, you know, succeed with them through positioning and through education and through, uh, you know, community. And I feel like we complement other brokerages, we complement other training networks, platforms, and we're just like an add-on. I feel like there's there's value that an agent can uh, receive. And um, yeah, I'm excited yeah. about just growing that international community. I feel like there's room for it. And um, yeah, so like, you know, they That's awesome. to the agents you're training, right? There's like, you know, your my purpose is being in service to others. And for, you know, many, yeah. many years, I've been doing that you know, with helping people buy and sell luxury property. My passion is luxury. I'm my strength is selling luxury, understanding marketing and presenting luxury. And I was able to be in service by helping, you know, those people buy and sell in the million dollar space. And that was me living within my purpose right now. I feel like I can do that in addition to helping other agents all over the world, you know, thrive in this space through creating this, this international community that I'm working on. That's what I'm excited about, you know, it's more about just being significant and, 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 and just giving mm. back and helping. Yeah. I'm already 17 years in the game, believe it or not. <laughs> nice. So I got one, one final question. And so I was, I was coming through your stuff and I was on one of your YouTube videos and you threw the most badass open house I'd ever seen ever of all open houses. You had like a live band in the basement and valet parking. Now, granted, the 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 cost ratio to profitability has to be at play here around how much money could i possibly make from the deal so i get that like not everybody's going to hire a band but my question that i wanted to ask you about that is you had to have gotten follow-up business outside of that transaction can you talk about that part of the process so you're going to do this open house and you're like this is a big property and i'm going to just blow it out of the water what did you do to think about and then how do I carry this forward into more business beyond this transaction? Yeah. So the property was great. It had the stage. It had all these different elements that were, were very cool. My strategy was to, um, you know, create some content for myself as my personal brand, but also, you know, showcase the property. But I really wanted to meet some, uh, make some meaningful relationships and contacts with the people that live in that neighborhood. It's a very affluent neighborhood. And I was able to do that. I was able to get, you know, celebrities were like stopping by and I was like, oh shit, it's this person or oh, shit, Dana White just came to my open house. You know? oh, my God. And um, yeah, so it was, it was cool. So it was a play to, you know, uh, get my foot in the door and, and meet more people and, and, and sell more property in that community. I eventually ended up selling that, that house. But yeah, that was a, uh, one of the open houses that we did video on. That was like in the early days of my, my yeah. production. But yeah, it's it's gotten bigger uh, since that. Awesome! I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a link in uh, on the bottom of the video because I just thought it was such a fun link. I was like, this is such yeah. a cool idea. <laughs> oh, which is awesome. Um, so any any last thoughts on just kind of um, uh, reflecting back to the younger you before you got into luxury? Um, what's something that the today you would go back and say? You know, you got. 30 seconds, 90 seconds with the, the younger you, what would you say? You know, one quote comes to mind. I can't think of who um, said it, but 
uh, your network is your net worth mm. and build awesome. that your, your database is going to be your, 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 your moneymaker, your gold mine. And, and it's, it's about, you know, having meaningful relationships and getting into new circles and, you know, joining organizations. Like I don't, I don't solicit for business, but being an EO, I've been able to do, you know, some big deals with an EO or, or uh, you know, different other communities that I'm in, you know, just go where your clients are at and participate in those um, events or hobbies that your clients are in and, and just be authentic. Awesome. I love it, man. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you taking time um, and, and wish you the best of luck on building this empire. Thank you so much, man. Talk to you later, Jabez.